Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Mass Mayhem. This is episode 27. This is Mask Season 2, the racing series. I am one of your hosts, TFG and Mike. Joining me is Toon Master Tim. Hello again, Mike. Hello. How are you? Hey, not doing too bad. That's good. That's good. Finally, the biting cold is coming back. Yes. Love winter. <laughs> um, uh, that makes one of us. Can- considering how how cold this series has been to us um (laughs) so we are starting the racing series off and we kind of teased it last time around uh, at the end of the season one recap um and the racing season is 10 episodes uh it's um interesting we'll say that uh, so we are going to go ahead and get into the episodes. First up is Demolition Derby to the Demolition Duel to the Death. We'll be back after this. Hold it, Mad Dog. Hawk says my meat. Who says? Do you really want to challenge me, Bruno? Think about it. Perhaps it is better we join forces. I thought you'd see it that way. Now slow down that dump truck he's driving. All right, the first episode of the second season. During a harrowing demolition derby, Venom agents discover one of their own, a new Venom recruit named Boris Bushkin, is really a masked double agent who foils their plans to eliminate masked member Buddy Hawks. Okay, first of all, no new intro, no nothing, same animation. 
uh, for the intro. I'm not complaining. I mean, I like the theme song, obviously. I didn't want them to change that, but I was hoping that if this is a completely... And I know this is only 10 episodes, but if they marketed this as a completely separate season and different from everything else, they should have had... Um, they should have had something a little different in the animatic. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I I, uh, I thought maybe they might use some different shots from the cartoon series in the intro. I didn't want them to change the theme song. I like that. Just yeah, thought. no, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I was kind of curious if, if anything would change, and, and really it didn't mm-hmm. as far as the intro goes. Yeah, as far as the plot for this episode, somehow... I don't know how, because it doesn't even explain it, but somehow Vanessa, Boris, and Buddy are all in radio contact with each other. Uh, I I don't know. Okay. That, that, that just seems like a really... Because they're all talking to each other. I mean, that makes no sense to me. Like, I, I could see if, if Boris is the new Venom agent, which is fine, um, you know, and Vanessa and Boris are talking, but the fact that Buddy has... <sighs> the fact that Buddy has all these lines... Um, just thinking about this is making me tired, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the fact that Buddy has all these lines that it makes it sound like he's yelling out the window at them. And it just, it's a little weird as far as this plot goes. Um, the only other thing as far as the plot goes that I wrote down was, um, they all know that buddy is a mask member. And I guess I kind of should have seen that Boris was going to be a double agent or something. I didn't see that coming, but the fact that, uh, Vanessa knows like that it's Buddy Hawks, like they, she actually knows his name and mm. knows that he's a member of Mask. That is something that we hadn't had before because Miles, for a couple episodes in season one, was always trying to find out the identity of Matt Tracker and Mask and everything else. Yeah, um, absolutely. There was the and, episode where he uses the the crystal skull, I think, uh, mm-hmm. to actually see behind the masks, and he doesn't know who I think Bruce is, but Bruce is, yeah. he recognizes Matt. Yeah. So yeah, it was really uh, yeah. I was taken aback by that. That you know, in this one, they know who each other are. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense that that um, Buddy would know Vanessa. Uh, yeah. Because the mask team, mask team members, they know who who Ven- who's on who, Venom, but yeah. not the other way around. So it was. I, I didn't make a note of that as well. Yeah. Um. But you know what? At least finally we get a new direction. Yeah. Uh, there were some things I, I definitely think we should point out that, first of all, we're dealing with just a few members of the Mass team and just a few members of the Venom team. Uh, we don't have Miles in here. We don't have Matt. We don't see T, Bob, and Scott. Yes. This was very different from anything we saw in the first season. It, it is. It was. Yes, you're right. Um uh well we, we we miles is in this but not until the very end well yeah in the psa <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i'm not including they've, that they've they've relegated the leader of venom to the psa that's 
That's kind of awesome. And that's another first, too, because I don't recall the Venom members being in the PSAs in the first season. Nope, it was just Scott and T-Bob and, and, and sometimes Matt and sometimes Alex, and it was mostly the mask members that did the PSAs in season one. Yeah, so I like the new direction. I, I like that they're doing something, or actually some things different here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I think we are going to get to the high beams after this. Don't worry, sweetheart. It's only one battle in the war of life. All right, it is time for the high beams. Um, So apparently everybody uses nicknames now. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Um, You know, at first Vanessa's calling Buddy Clutch, and I was just taking him out. I was like, what? Clutch? So I had to go do some research and find out, you know, is this a new character? Because I thought it was someone else. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I thought that was a nice change as well. Yep. It is uh, the concrete cannon. Now that is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great weapon. Hey, look, it's Boris and Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I heard Boris's voice, I'm like, where are Moose and Squirrel? It's like, this is the first thing I thought of was Boris and Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle, even though Vanessa is not named Natasha. Um, uh, and then the PSA, without Scott and T-Bob, that was <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, that's what else do you have for high beams for this one? Yeah, I have a few things. Um, as you mentioned already, I didn't see that twist coming with Boris being a mask agent undercover. Mm-hmm. So I really like that twist at the end. Uh, here we have some gorgeous animation. Really was nice. I mean, we're watching this episode on YouTube because it hasn't been mm-hmm. released on DVD. But e- even with the lackluster quality on YouTube, you can tell that it's it's really top-notch animation, one of the best um, in the series, I think. And improved voice acting. I mean, I, I think even... The, the voice actors we've seen previously, like Vanessa and Buddy, do a better better job than they've done in the past. But Boris, I thought, was great. I thought he did a good job. And this new guy on the Venom team, Lester, he, he mm-hmm. is awesome. I, I like him already. He has this menacing laugh. And I, I, just, yeah. I, I just think the, I think they're doing a much better job with the voice direction now. Yeah, I mean, it really, really has changed. And I think it does help that Cliff and Sly and Miles and Matt and Scott and T-Bob are not there. Yeah, we, we wanted this. You know, let's focus on just a few of the characters. Give them some time. Let's let's uh, have more time with them. Get some character development. And speaking of which, we actually get some character development. So Gloria shows up, and we find out that it seems she has a thing for Hutch. Or, or Clutch, yeah, I mean. Clutch. <laughs> yeah, Um. I was like, wow, finally, you know, because, because uh, she shows up and he takes off or something. And it's like you can tell she doesn't want him to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have they don't know what the hell to do with Gloria, though. I mean, there, there were times where 
in the first season where she was supposedly supposed to be like a, a surrogate mother to Scott. Uh, she, you know, kind of batted her eyes at Matt a couple of times, and and now they're pulling the whole thing with with Buddy, which is fine. I mean, it's like I said, it's a a different season, a different you know direction, like you said, and we'll see if anything comes out of it. But I, I just wish they would have given her more character development. Yeah, it it would have been nice. It was good to see her show up though, and when they yeah. when they when she shows up, they like basically like put the camera directly on her it's like you know full body shot you know pan up or down and mm-hmm. uh, i was like oh okay cool gloria's here and like i said the animation looked really good so um you know it looked nice and then you get that interaction with them which i, I just thought was great yeah it was it very much was um all right, we are going to get to the low beams for the demolition duel to the death after this. He's coming, Vanessa. He's coming. All right, Lester, take it easy. But he's coming, and it's time. Hey! Who's this guy? This guy is Boris Bushkin, the czar to you. This is the kind of slime you call friend. Just a second, Ruski. No one calls Lester Sludge slime. How about no good slime, then? What? Take it easy, both of you. Typical men. You let your emotions be controlled by muscle rather than brain. Since this toad has neither, what is he doing here? All right, four low beams. Buddy knows who Vanessa is. Why doesn't Matt? Come on now. Uh, Wildcat is ugly. Just saying. That's one ugly mask vehicle. And to go along with it, Buddy's new mask is even uglier. Oh, I, I I'm gonna beg to differ. I like that a lot. I, I think the uh, I think the truck is pretty cool. It's a tow truck, um, and I I like that tow truck. And I think the uh, the transformation mode is pretty cool too. It's just different because I mean the the cab on that truck kind of like pops up. It, it like mm-hmm. it raises up and it can tilt and turn. Um, it has guns on it, and they actually transformed it probably two three times. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I liked it. I just what was he driving before? I forget what he wasn't. No, Dusty's in Gator. Uh, Brad has Condor. What the hell did Buddy? See, that's the thing. That's the problem with the series. They don't use not, they don't use the characters enough. Um, crap. I can't remember what Buddy drove. I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I, Wildcat is not not my favorite vehicle so far. Um, so Boris is a mask member. What the and who the hell painted on the mask letters on the vehicle? Like, uh, it, I'm not saying this is a bad thing that he turned out to be a mask. It, it, I know, it, the execution of him becoming you know, showing him as a double agent. That's what's bad about it. It's not the fact that he is one. It's just how they went about doing it because he shows all this animosity towards Buddy 
and then at the end they're like, oh, our little trick worked, and they, you know, they got fooled and whatever else, and oh god, just no. Yeah, um, because yeah, at the end of the demolition derby, Buddy has been beaten by Boris, and mm-hmm. he comes over and says, oh, you know, you won fair and square, so I have to congratulate you. You know, you did a good job. So you get the sense that they don't know each other at all. And then Mm -hmm. at the end, there's this twist and, oh, hey, yeah, you know, you were just undercover. You're one of us. Uh, We're buddies. I I don't know. Um, I mean, that's that's why I didn't see it coming. Yeah, it it wasn't played very well. I I mean, I think it would have been just fine had we known up front that they were together, that, you know, they were part of the same team. Uh, but maybe they couldn't because Vanessa was in earshot. You know, you mentioned that they could hear each other. Um, so maybe they were concerned that she would overhear them. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I don't know at all. I, I just don't know what to think about some of the execution of the story. I like the episode. I really do. Um, it's not a treasure hunt, thank God. And it's not, you know... It's it's not anything that we had seen in the first season, but it just at the same time that like you know I, I guess a couple other negatives I have. Okay, sure, Miles and Matt were not in this episode, but even if they weren't in the episode, we still didn't have like they they introduced these new members as they're they're just there. There's no. There's no Boulder Hill. There's no, tra- you know, masks come down from the thing. Uh, there's none of that. There's nothing from, you know, I don't know. I just, the introduction just kind of really wonky to me for these new, I like the new character. I like mm-hmm. Boris, but it just, the execution on this one sucks. <laughs> I don't know. None of that really bothered me, though. I, I didn't mind that we did something different, that we didn't have the computer calling up the team members that were just sort of dropped into the story of, okay, we're at the demolition derby and uh, we have some mask members there. We have Venom members there, actually just Vanessa in the demo derby, but, um, you know, later joined by some other team members. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just this action packed episode um, where they're just kind of chasing each other. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there's not a whole lot of plot here when you really boil it down, mm-hmm. but I like the changes. I like that we, we didn't have the same formula. Uh, I didn't mind that we didn't get to see, uh, Boulder Hill or the computer, uh, or, or even Matt and Miles in this episode. So I, I really enjoyed it. I, I did. I had a lot, a lot of fun watching this one and it was just something that was a fresh take on, on the series. So I was, I was very pleased with it. What would you rate this one? How many masks would you give it? You know, I am going to give it five. What? (laughs) Yes, I am going to give it five because I think it deserves it. It had great animation. It's a new direction for the series. We finally get away from, okay, we have to have, you know, these members of each team in here, and we have to have, you know, the standard transformation sequence and all this stuff. We, we just got dropped into a scenario, and they just ran with it. There was a lot of action. And like I said, I, I just had fun with it. I, I didn't really write down any low beams on this one. 
And, and even the PSA was different. You know, we have Venom team members in the, in the PSA, um, which is kind of humorous. They're using Rax. He wasn't in the episode, but he's in the PSA um, and used pretty effectively. So, yeah, I I would look at this and say, you know, if you want if you want to watch Mask, you might want to start off with this one first. <laughs> um. For me, I'm going to give it a three. Uh, I enjoyed it, but there's just something in the execution of it that just doesn't sit right with me. Um, but, I, you know, I, I did enjoy the new direction. I did enjoy how the characters interact with each other. Um, it's not a, you know, it's not a treasure hunt. It's it's something completely different. Um so we'll see where we go from here because the next episode is coming up after this. Frankly, Matt, I'd feel a good deal better about this if we had Clutch, Boris, and a few of the others with us. If we're to secure the transportation franchise in Zadobi for the Peaceful Nations Alliance, I've got to prove Mask has the fastest means of traversing the country. And without that, the PNA can kiss the future of this airbase goodbye. Here's what you're up against, Matt. A rugged trek over the Pan-African Highway, through jungle and mountain and desert. There'll be a government official at each of these three checkpoints. Have the official at each checkpoint stamp the document in Goliath. Good luck, Matt. I'm afraid you'll need it on this one. Thanks, Alex. But I don't think we've got anything to worry about. All right, up next is the next episode, episode two of the racing series, where Eagles Dare. Matt Tracker takes on the Mayhem Brothers in a race that will win the victor a profitable transportation license. Yay. (laughs) What the hell? I did not understand that point <laughs> of the plot whatsoever. I What the fuck is going on? I don't know who came up with this. Like, why would you put this in the kids' cartoon? <laughs> and my only note on the plot for this one is well I'll give I'll give the second season this. The plots aren't boring because it's not a treasure hunt, but still it's like first of all Miles Mayhem and Venom, they are evil. Why would you allow them to even compete for a transportation contract? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of my um, low beams. I'll just go ahead and spoil that. Um, that I think there, there was plenty of action in this one, but mm-hmm. all throughout the episode, I just I forgot what Matt's purpose was. Really, with this one, I mean, you know, He's... this profitable transportation license is what he was after. But if you don't right. really catch that in the beginning, you're just like, okay, Matt is racing to this point, and he stops and he talks to to this guy, and then you know he's trying to race to this other point, and Venom's following him. You know, so basically, that whole point of the plot just became secondary. I just, I didn't even care. I was just watching the action happen. Yeah, I mean, he has to race across jungle, desert, tundra, like four or five different elemental things. Um, uh, And he has to get, uh, you know, checkpoints at each one. It's 
It's kind of, I, I hate to say this, but it, this episode reminds me of Tweety's high-flying adventure. <laughs> Tweety has to go around the world in, in, in 80 days, and he has to get stamps from every, uh, every uh, passport place each time. That's what this reminds me of. Um, except it's with Matt Tracker and Mask. Thankfully, the plot has nothing to do with his children. <laughs> yeah, we don't see Tia Bob and Scott. At all, which is good. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get to the high beams, I guess. After this, that's buzzard. Stop, Nevada. We've got to launch Goliath one fast. After I'm away, slow them down, Chief. See you later, Nevada. Good luck, Matt. How to run some interference. There goes Tracker! Get ready, Maxie. Launch the drone. He'll eliminate Tracker while we take care of the clown operating his transport. Right, Miles! All right, it is time for the high beams for Where Eagles Dare. Um, <laughs> lots of new mask members and Venom members. It's like they are completely ignoring the first season, which is kind of good and kind of bad at the same time. Um, well, I, I don't know. It's still early, and in the yeah. in the first episode of season two, uh, we did get Buddy and Gloria again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so maybe they're maybe they're bringing in these new ones, and and you know we'll see more of the old ones sometime soon. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, we do have Matt and Alex. Um, and Matt gets a new getting... suit and a new vehicle. New suit, new vehicle, new. I don't. I can't even call what he was wearing a mask because it was. It looked like it was just your standard indie race car uniform. Is what it looked like. Um, yeah, it's basically this kind of a helmet. It um, it reminded me of uh, like a character you'd see in the Mad Max movies. Mm-hmm. See, I wish they would have brought back his um, his other one, not his not his not uh, not Spectrum, the other the the red one that looked like a gas mask. Yeah, the one they usually um, wore in Rhino. Yep, yep. Um, and that's the other thing. Two episodes in, no Rhino. It's like, yeah. holy crap! Rhino is the pretty much the the vehicle that is used to market the entire show, and the first two episodes of the second season, you don't even have it. It's like, wow. Um, yeah, they're trying to sell new toys. Yeah, true. But we also. What, um, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say we also have the uh, the new mask member Nevada. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's driving Goliath. I, I like his mask as well. Um, his mask kind of has a bird-like styling. You know, it has almost almost has like a beak. Um, it comes down over his nose. I thought it was pretty cool. And then the power is called Totem. Mm-hmm. And so when he uses his power, basically just like lays all these totems out in front of one of the Venom vehicles and spins it out of control. Yeah. Um... I like the power. I don't know if I like the the design of the actual mask. It's 
I don't know. It's a little, little strange for me, but I, I do. Li- I love the power because I love when. Um, oh God, what's um, what's uh, what? Oh, his brother says, "What the heck are these things?" When going up against Mask, you must expect the unexpected and strange powers, and uh, you know this, that, and everything else. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Well, there, there's another point you hit on. Something different here is that we see Miles's brother, mm-hmm. Maximus. We didn't know that he had a brother up to this point. Yeah. And they're both riding in basically like a, another race car. Um kind of like a Formula One car, and each of them rides in one of the pods on the side, and then I think in the middle, it seemed like that was a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a person, so um, that was that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was. I did kind of like that. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but that's, I mean, other than seeing, now th- this was the PSA that Rax was in, uh, Bruno was in the first one, because Bruno wanted to take a bath with a radio. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sorry about that mistake, yeah, and, uh, and Miles it, is afraid that his people are trying to electrocute themselves. Yeah, um, and this one, <laughs> I'll give the, the the producers and the creators of this show one thing. At least they got episode an episode in where they could do a Tom and Jerry Looney Tunes gag of stepping on the rake. I mean, it would have been better if it hit him in the head, in the face, instead of the gut. But, um, yeah. It was a very odd <laughs> just, PSA. Just silly. It's just silly. Um, you know, we, we, do we really need a PSA about, you know, not not leaving the rake up so it can be stepped on and slap you in the face. It was just, it was odd. I thought that was just really weird PSA. It was, it was funny. I mean, it was well done. It was just, it was a strange message to, to push, you know, with all the other things they could do. They chose that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where I don't ever think that ever happened to me as a kid. I don't ever think I wanted that for me to happen as a kid because I saw the after effects of what happens when Tom, the cat steps on the rake or the shovel or whatever else that Jerry has laying around, you know, on the ground. So it's like, yeah, no, I knew better. Um, do you have any low beams? Cause I only have one. I, I just have a couple. Um, okay. the action was good, but like I said, I forgot Matt's purpose. And then the other one was, um, 
at one point the the Venom guy uses Mudslinger, mm-hmm. uh, which uses the mud from his mask at Matt. I believe it was Lester, and uh, mm-hmm. he had to be too far away for that to even work. I mean, because you know the mud slaps Matt's mask on the on the front, and so he can't see. But then you know we see Lester like driving his his four wheeler over these sand dunes from you know seemingly you know pretty good distance away mm. but uh but yeah I, I didn't have very many things i thought this one was uh pretty good it's good to see lester back actually and and this one uh again they're making use of the uh the nicknames so yep. it's uh bruno mad dog shepherd um and uh and also we talked about how uh people seem to know each other now uh, and the same was true in this episode because uh, Miles calls out Matt Tracker by name, and pretty much everybody is basically calling each other out by name. Yeah, it's like they forgot all about the whole secret identity thing. Yeah. So without it, actually explaining it to the audience. I know it would it would have been good if they could have explained that. I mean, you know, if there had been a movie in between the the seasons or. Um, you know, some episode that led off that explained why we now all know each other. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind the change. I just would like to have had it explained. Absolutely. All right. So for my low beam, the only thing that I have, and I know you enjoy this, but after two episodes of the racing season, Lester's laugh is killing me. <laughs> It's just killing me. Um, it really, really is. Like, first couple of times it was all right. Uh, but now I'm just, like, dying inside after hearing this laugh. He's doing it a lot. Yeah. So maybe that's part of the issue. Yeah. So we are going to move on. To, oh, um, I guess we'll get this out of the way here before I forget. Uh, what are you going to give? Um, the hell's the name of this episode? Uh, where crap. Eagles Dare. Yeah, Where Eagles Dare, which uh, that's probably a low beam for me. The, the name of the episode has nothing to do with, like, we didn't, I don't even think we saw an eagle in the, movie, in the, in the episode. But anyway, what are you, how many masks are you going to give this one? I'm going to give it three. I, I, there were some things I liked. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. It's it's all right, but it's just kind of like, why did they do this? Other than to have a race across, you know, across the country. It's like they did this to just to live up to the racing series name. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right, we are going to move on to the final episode of the day after this. I've never experienced anything like this. If you haven't, you should. You are a hero to the village of Kandukar. And Kandukar is a village which can use a hero. What do you mean, Ashoka? All right, the final episode of the day today is Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Um, Homeward <laughs> Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Uh, all right, so mask member Ali Bombay, or Ali Bombay, returns to his homelands in India but finds that Venom is using villagers as slaves to mine a valuable meteorite. Kind of sounds like a plot from the first season. It's not a treasure hunt. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's different enough. It's just that uh, when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay. It's similar to some of the things we saw in the first season. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's Very... done differently, and I think it's done much better. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Matt Tracker, Miles Mayhem, nowhere in this episode at all. That's a damn travesty. That should not happen. I mean, at least show them. T- if you don't show them, uh, you know, have them talking to uh, these new members on the radio or something to where we can find, you know, it's like they introduce these. N- I just thought they were average people. All of a sudden they, they have super mask vehicles and mask masks. And it's like, holy crap. Can we get some character introduction here, please? It just yeah, I I don't mind it so much, but I think uh, it would have worked better had Ali been riding along on his bike or something, and you know maybe he was just ending a conversation with Matt, and Matt was wishing yeah, him well yeah. on his journey home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like you need to have the two main leaders of the teams in on it somehow, some way, other than the PSAs. And honestly, I don't even remember what the PSA was for this one. Uh, let's see. It was do not hide in something you can't get out no, of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, still. Yeah. So this one is easily the worst episode of season two to this point. <laughs> At least out of the three we've watched today. Well, um, well I, I don't know. I, I like the uh, the idea, the concept behind this one here that, uh, you know, he's just trying to go home. And Venom keeps trying to thwart his his uh, efforts to make it home safely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically this. Uh, it's basically just an episode focusing on on him, Ali, this new mass character. Um, it we don't... is, but it doesn't tell you like how does he know Matt? How did he become a mask member? It just it just says he is one. Yeah, and that he, and then and that he needs a vacation. Yeah, we haven't seen him before, so you know that that is one of the the problems, I, I suppose, is that he he needs a vacation, but we don't know why. We have not seen him in any episodes up to this point. We have not seen him in any battles. Uh, you know, I mean, why is it that uh, he so desperately wants to get home and and needs this vacation? Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um... Any other thoughts on the overall plot, sir? Uh, no. Alright. We're going to get to the high beams after this. Let's see some smiles, men. Be happy in your work. <laughs> That's funny, goon. Yeah, I'd wake you to riot, Lester. Be happy in your work. Too much. 
Huh? Don't go, Ali. There are two of them and only one of you. I've been up against worse odds. You'll endanger the men in the truck. Maybe you're right. I'll follow them, see what they're up to. For the high beams, um, just off the top of my head, I do still like uh, Lester's uh, vehicle with the with the razor blade in the front. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. But the rest of this episode, I just didn't care. I didn't have anything that really stuck out for me. What about you? Okay. Yeah, they use Lester's vehicle pretty well with that blade, uh, like the saw blade that they that he's been using to cut up vehicles and things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's done nicely. Uh, he's also nicknamed the Lizard, and at one point he gets surrounded by crocodiles, so I thought that was used well in the episode. And yeah. then... Um, you know, he challenges Ali uh, to this race. You know, saying basically, like, you know, if you can, if you can win me, if you can win the race to this point, then I will let you go. I won't bother you anymore. And and Ali wins, and and he holds up his end of the bargain. You know, Lester lets him go. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I I like that aspect of it. It was actually it took quite a bit of time during the episode. Um, to do that race, but again, this is the racing series. Um, it's something different. I, I didn't mind this one so bad. I don't think it's as strong as uh, the first episode we've reviewed this week, but uh, it, it wasn't too bad. I also like the wrap-up in this one. I thought the ending was done pretty well, um, better than a lot of episodes from the first series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, I just still, this one did not stick out to me at all. Um, it just felt like, and I hate to say this, but it felt like an Indian version of of uh, Vegas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the low beams after this. Oh, wow, Lizard and Goon actually made it. Maybe there's hope for those two yet. Alright, for the low beams, I only have one thing. Uh, Like I said before, I didn't particularly care for this one on a whole. It really added nothing to the series for me. And once again, Miles, nor Matt, Miles Mam, nor Matt Tracker are even in it. Um, I thought the whole point of this show, even though this is a new direction for it, was the fact that Venom and Mask fight each other. Uh, but my low beam is, um, uh, Bombay let the same thing happen to him twice. You'd think that he would have learned about Mudslinger and dodged the, dodged it the second time. That was a little, the, the sludge cannon or whatever the hell it's called. It's like, really? You're, you're going to get blasted twice in the face. And it, it was two different times. The first time was when he first met up with the with the the venom agent and then like 10 minutes later in the in the episode it happens again it's like seriously really you didn't learn the first time yeah i was kind of surprised he got beaten around quite a bit this episode um i mean i know this is our first introduction to him and i think you know, again they were trying to introduce us to him and and give him some backstory and do some character development mm-hmm. um but i kind of like that he didn't always do the right thing that he you know didn't always thwart venom's attempts to uh, stop him so 
Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I kind of like that uh, that he made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I like that he made some mistakes. I just don't like that it was the same thing. You know, he should have learned by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a 10-minute in a time period, you mean to tell me you can't dodge the next blast from that thing really seriously yeah um so that's really all i had uh anything else for you for low beams just uh i i like ali's character just fine um Mm -hmm. i think they they could do more with him and i actually felt like he did have some character you know he seems to you know really care for his family and and the people in his uh in his hometown and, and so forth um, I, I didn't like his mask, though. I, I just, no. I did not like that mask design. I think they're really cheapening out on the mask designs. Because <laughs> if you look... And again, I don't mean to harp on this, but seriously, if you look at Buddy's mask, it looks like one of those old... It looks like a giant metal version of those old Hollywood starlet sunglasses that people would wear, like like costume sunglasses. That's what Buddy's mask looks like to me, and 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 uh, oh my god, I almost said Julio, but um, Ali's mask is just—it's too weird. Yeah, it's too weird. It's too there's too many dark colors in it. There's no like, and it doesn't look. I think my problem with the racing season to this point—we're only three episodes in—but my problem is all of the masks look like they were put through the matte finisher at a photo lab. Like, they're not glossy, they're not shiny, they're not nothing. And the one time we saw Miles today, one or two times we saw Miles today, his outfit and this new vehicle he has, like, seriously, what happened to Switchblade? Like, really? I mean, he did so well in Switchblade for the most part. Uh, Granted, it got destroyed a lot of the time, but... The switchblade, you know the the um, what the hell is it called? I can't think off the top of my head. Um, his his original is mask. Is it Lifter? No, that's Bruce. Yeah. Oh, that's L- Lifter is Bruce. Um, is uh, crap. I can't. I'm not looking at any information, ladies and gentlemen. Like, uh, anyway, Viper. A, Viper. That's what it is. Thank you. Uh, Viper was awesome. And Switchblade was awesome. Now this, now they've put him into this thing where he has to rely on two other people to run the vehicle with this this tripoded vehicle thing. I it's a little strange to me. Mm. Um. So now that I'm done with that diatribe, did I even ask you what your rating was for this one? No. Uh, All right. What's your rating for for Homeward Bound? Uh, my rating is three masks. I, I actually didn't mind this one as much as as you did. Um, I, you know, I I was thinking about giving it a four actually, but I ended up settling on a three. I didn't want to do a half point, so mm-hmm. uh, I gave it three. It was just something different. I, I like that uh, we start off with this character. We're, we're trying to get some backstory on him. He's just trying to get home. You know, he seems like a nice enough guy, and Venom just keeps trying to throw him off the trail. Um, so, yeah, yeah it, it was fun. I, I liked it. 
Um, I am not going to be as forgiving as you, um, because I was really hoping for more continuity, more, like, a better introduction, as we already stated about, you know, somehow him being in contact with Matt or something. I gotta give this one one mask out of five. I just uh, didn't like it. (laughs) Just didn't like it at all. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break, come back after this with um, the closing of the show. We'll be back. It's Showtime Synergy, the latest review podcast from the GeekCast Radio Network is coming. So join TFG1 Mike, Nicole Hailstorm, and myself, Lady Wreck, as we will be reviewing all 65 episodes of Gem and the Holograms in a 25-episode-long podcast. You can find Showtime Synergy on iTunes and geekcastradio.com. We are the truly outrageous podcast that you want to be listening to. All right, we are back here on Mass Mayhem, episode 27. Um, thoughts on the racing series so far? Well, I think it started off strong. Um, I liked that first episode quite a bit. Uh, I liked the new direction. Uh, you know, some things you're scratching your head wondering, okay, well, why does everybody know each other now? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we're getting some new characters. We're getting some uh, new designs for some of the old characters and some new vehicles for them, uh, both in the case of uh, Matt and Miles when they showed up in episodes this week. So, um, yeah, it, it's still not a great quality show, but I, I think that we've seen some improvements. Um over what we had seen in uh, the last few episodes of season one, um, you know, uh, hopefully it gets better. Mm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, we have seen some improvements. It's not as bad as the last few episodes of season one were, or the last 10 or 20 episodes of season one were. (laughs) Um, And there are certain things. I just wish it was like, you know, you've got a 22, 23, 24-minute cartoon here. I wish there was, like, maybe two minutes that they could dedicate to just showing Matt at Mask Headquarters and then, you know, contacting these people. Not necessarily saying that, you know, the whole team thing with the computer, but just, like, giving them a call or saying, you know, hey, I need you to go do this, this, and that. You know, just something, something different. Um, I know, and I don't I don't know why they didn't do that more effectively. I mean, you have, uh, you have animators who are doing a good job. They're obviously using overseas animation here. Um, you know, Deke did that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Filmation uh, that would cut things out of scripts and cut corners to save money, you know, oh, well, we, we, you know, that's going to be too expensive to animate. Let's, let's do something else different in the plot so we can reuse this animation or, or something to that effect. You know, um, they, like I said, they have 22 minutes or so to tell this story. Why not have, uh, you know, take that, you know, one or two minutes to explain what we're doing um, to give a little bit more backstory to develop the characters more. Uh, it, I think it just basically just comes down to the writing. I mean, this comes down to uh, you know the the Bible that they had developed for the series and the story editor just not 
pushing the writers hard enough to to build that stuff in. I mean, I I don't know. We don't know what happened behind the scenes for the production of the series, but that's what it seems like it's lacking to me. Mm-hmm. And we only have seven cartoon episodes left of the series. <laughs> um, Thank goodness. And I and I never thought I would say that. I really thought I was going to have fun with this. We talked about that in the in the wrap up or the yeah the wrap up of uh, season yeah. one. I, I thought it was going to be a fun series to watch. I really did. Thank you for joining us here on Mass Mayhem. There's always get in contact with us to leave feedback for the show. Visit the website geekcastradio.com where you can comment on this and all of our other posts. Send email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. Put Mass Mayhem and the episode number in the, in the subject line. Uh, leave the show's feedback in iTunes. Please do this. Follow us on Twitter at geekcastradio is the network Twitter. Mine is TFG and Mike. What is your Twitter? Toonmaster Tim. Become a fan on fakes on Facebook on Fakebook. Nice. Uh, become a fan on Facebook, Geekcast Radio Network. Uh, call the voicemail line. Tell us the show you're leaving the message for and your name. 502-526-5821. There is a five to ten minute time limit. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Mass Man. Wish you'll join us next time when we'll be re- covering the next three episodes from Mask Season Two. Those being. The Battle of the Giants, Race Against Time, and Challenge of the Masters. Hmm. (laughs) Wow. It might actually improve this show if they brought He-Man in. (laughs) For now, I am TF2 and Mike with... Toon Master Tim. Podcasting is the ultimate weapon. We will catch you next time. Illusion is the ultimate weapon. 